Jordan, open. Chicago with the lead. Bryant to shot. Game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. LeBron James with no record for human life. He's going to G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys NBA podcast. My name is Mitch Casey and as always, I'm joined by my good mate, Callum Mack. How are you doing today, man? Playoffs, baby. Let's go. Playoffs. Exciting time. Yeah. <laughs> we're officially underway. We're, we're, in the, we're in the thick of it. Have you been, you've been catching some games? I have been watching some games. I wish I could watch more, um, but they've been exciting. Um, some yes. upsets here and there, so well, yeah, we can get into it. There's been a couple. We'll definitely be talking a lot of playoff basketball in the, in the back end of this podcast. Um, um, but yeah, just just initial thoughts on the playoffs. It's been exciting. There's been a few upsets, few few sort of injury concerns. Um, of course, like you mentioned, it's a bit hard for us to catch all the games with our time difference here in Australia. Um, but I've been trying to get some of those late games. I, I finish work early and, and catch the second half of those games. So. It is always good to come home, flick the basketball on straight away. So, got, got to love that. <clears throat> um, but the first half of the today's podcast, we did our fantasy awards last week. But today, we're going to be doing our NBA, the Ball Boys uh, NBA Awards uh, official. And now, this isn't our, you know, season awards. So, not like your MVP picks or your, your most improves and things like that. That stuff's boring and the media is going to cover that. We, we know who's going to win that. This is the, this is the legit shit right here. <laughs> um, so um, I'll, I'll let you, you, you've come up with all these categories here, Cal. So I'm going to let you lead us into each category and, and um, you'll have a pick and then I'll have a pick here as well. And we can, we can discuss from there. So uh, I'll throw over to you. What's our, what's our first award of the night for the NBA 2021 so season? I'll firstly stipulate that, this is for the regular season. Yes. Um, obviously, no playoffs. no playoffs considered here. Yeah. Um, e- even though, obviously, Luca just killed it today. Well, I'll try to take that out of my mind when I was making this list. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, purely regular season. So the first award that we have yes. is the biggest surprise team of the year. So a team that, um, I guess, shocked a lot of people. If you, if you went on the, the over in Vegas, you probably would have won this one. Um, yeah. For your biggest surprise team, there's a few pretty good contenders. Um, the, the ones I've written down, um, I won't reveal my pick first, but I've got, I've got a, a Knicks up there, which I think is, is no yep. surprise. Um, I think that's the obvious one. Uh, the, the Hawks as well is another name yes. that yeah. I thought of. Who are they are versing each other in the playoffs? Funnily yes. enough, yeah, um, the seedings. And then oh, I've got a third one. I'll, I'll let you. Do you have any more outside of those two? Um, I've, I've got two. I've actually, I've, I've got the Utah Jazz because uh, I actually went through my, my preseason predictions and um, I had the Jazz in my eighth seed um, <laughs> in our preseason prediction. I think last year they were the sixth or something like that. Um, I had them dropping down a little bit. I thought that, you know, they weren't going to be as good as last year. I was worried about their lack of depth. Uh, and then for the surprising, um, now we've, we've got a disappointing uh, team later on which I'll shout out another team but 
Um, I wanted to get this team in here as, as a big surprise because I thought it'd be a lot better, but the Toronto Raptors as like a negative surprise. <laughs> I was <laughs> expecting them to do a lot better, um, but they they did not. So I was very surprised by that as, as this one. But uh, I think the, the lowest... It's meant to be a positive through, light on this one. It's meant uh, yeah. to be... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the Utah Jazz is the other team. And of course, I had the Knicks probably as yep. the, the team that won it for me because yeah, I did not see this team making the playoffs at all, let alone the fourth seed and um, my pick to make it to the second round. So, yeah, that, I think that's the obvious one. Do you, do you think that's like the clear, clear-cut clear winner? Yep. The, the, there was one I had that you haven't mentioned, which is very yep. similar to Utah. And uh, they're, they're only one win away from each other when it was all said and done at the yep. regular season in, in the Suns. And I think I would have had them at the seventh seed in my preseason, but no one would have seen them being the second not seed. The like, no, not yeah. the two huge yeah. surprise of that respect. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, Chris Paul's there. He'll get him into the playoffs. Not yeah. at all. Chris Paul has carried them to the number two seed. So yes. huge, huge kudos. I think that was a big surprise. Yep. But my winning team, just like yours, would have to be the Knicks. I think um, I didn't have it them in the playoffs. A lot of people didn't have them in the playoffs. And they got the fourth seed. They got home court. So. Yeah, like legit. Like who, who saw this coming? Like I'm sure all the Knicks fans out there were getting ready. They're, they're licking their lips. They're going, oh, yeah, we're going to get Cade Cunningham. Like that was, <laughs> that was the goal at the start of the season. And now they're going to be like drafting in like the 20s or something like that. But like, you know, you, you take that if you're going to make the playoffs. But yeah, totally, totally shocking. They had no shooting on the roster. You know, you've got Tom Thibodeau who's coming in as the, the coach. Um, you know, RJ Barrett was a disappointment last year. Like, you know, who's the starting center on this roster? Like, it's, it's just a bit of a mishmash of, of players. You know, yeah, it's totally random, but um, kudos to the Knicks. Uh, they've done all right. Uh, I do want to mention with your Phoenix Suns, I did think about them, but I, I, again, I went back to our first predictions and I actually predicted them to be higher seeded than the Utah Jazz. So that's why I was sort of mentioning the Utah because I sort of, I had them pegged at the sixth seed, but like you said, did not, did not see this second seed sort of coming. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of considered Utah, but in the back of my mind, for some reason, I thought that last season when they actually got Mike Conley, everyone was like, this team has to be mm. really a, a top four team. Um, and, and then this year now Conley, because Conley had such a bad start. Now the chemistry yeah, was, was there. Last year. Yeah. They finally played to, I guess, to his potential with, with a solid yeah. team. So that's why I kind of scratched the Suns a notch higher than Utah. Yeah, no, fair enough. I think I think they're both like, you know, we never would have picked those to be the one or two seeds in the West never. when you've got the players like the Clippers, you've got the Lakers there, you know, you've got the Nuggets uh, obviously up there as well. So uh, never would have seen. Obviously, it's been a crazy year. So, you know, there's been a lot of, COVID stuff and injuries seem to have been just the craziest I've remember. Um, so I think these teams have benefited a lot from like just being healthy and consistent throughout the entire year, like having that chemistry, um, not too much change from um, season to season. Obviously you've got Chris Paul coming in, but he kind of is like able to fit in seamlessly, you know, being that veteran that he is. But yeah, I think, I think they've been beneficial and, and we're still not picking them to sort of make the conference finals. Uh, although maybe that might change, but uh, I guess we're still, not quite sold on on either of those teams. I think we both had the the LA teams making the conference finals. Is that right? I can't remember a week ago, but yeah, we did. And I yeah, yeah last week that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I had the Clippers making the finals. Oh man, we'll touch on that later. But um, maybe maybe we've got to start giving some of these other teams some more respect. Um, so yeah, I think I think that. Well, who was your other team? You, you said you said one other team. Uh, I said the Hawks as well. Haw- Hawks yeah, definitely. Okay. Whereas uh, I didn't see them. Did you I thought that'd be a 500 team. 
And um, I guess I had them, I think, either in the ninth seed. I think I had them in my, in my ninth seed, so just outside yeah. the playoffs. I think we had there was a bit of a debate with us at preseason about them making the playoffs versus not making the playoffs. I, I think I had them in the eighth seed, just scraping in over like an Indiana Pacers, um, which ended up being true. I mean, I think I was eating my words a little bit at the start of the season because the Pacers started so well, but then they faded hard at the end. So um, didn't expect them to be this high though. Um, so um, maybe they'll come up in a few more awards later on. Uh, what's the next award here, Cal? All right, this so is, next one, what you touched note. on. So yeah. most disappointing team. Uh, you can take it a few different ways. I'll, um, yeah. I'll, you mentioned the Raptors. Um, that They're obviously for consideration here. I also would throw the Bulls into the mix and then probably the Pacers because they really didn't close the season very well. No, they didn't, didn't do so well. They would be my top three. Did you have anyone you wanted to add? Yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> and it's... Um, I didn't want to add these guys in because, well, I had high hopes at the start. Well, not, not even high hopes at the start of the season, but I just not this bad. The Boston Celtics. Yeah, I wanted to hear you team. say it. I wanted yeah. to hear you say it. <laughs> the Boston Celtics, they're my team. Um, I think I had them pegged at like a third or a fourth seed at the start of the season. Um, I thought we were worse than we were last year, no doubt. But just the lack of... Um, the lack of... Um, consistency um and just the lack of chemistry throughout the, the the season i think yeah it just was a bit rough there so um what are your thoughts on the celtics yeah it was a down season that they had some injuries there that that played into it but i i think there's something a bit off for the team they're gonna have to mix it up they'll have to make a trade i'd like them to keep obviously tatum and brown together so maybe yep. Marcus Smart would be in the market, which a year ago, I never would have said that. I thought he'd be like a die Celtic for life, but maybe he's the guy. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard. I, and, yeah. and, and all of their kind of off season, you know, um, pickups from, from the market was pretty, pretty bad. I mean, look, they got Jeff Teague who ended up doing nothing. And even their draft picks, Pritchard was all right, but the past couple of years, their draft picks have been a bit of a letdown, which affects their, their bench. Their bench yeah. has been trash. Yeah, no, the, 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 again, the previous years, they haven't developed properly. Like we haven't, we haven't appreciated the, the talents. Like no one's really stepped into a, a like impactful role. You know, you got players like Romeo Langford and all, all these sort of guys that have just sort of amounted to nothing so far. Um, I'm seeing glimpses from Neesmith, but obviously it's not enough to affect this season. Um, you've had injuries like Jalen Brown, obviously going down in terms of the playoff hopes. It's just completely crushed all all of my dreams and, and I'm, I'm more leaning. I think I gave them one game in our playoff predictions. I think we're going to get swept. Uh, I think this Nets team is just too strong. We're not doing anything. And now Tatum's got his frigging eye poked out. Um, so I don't know. I just, I just think this team's going to just going to collapse really. And, and go into this, the off season pretty disappointed. Um, uh, yeah, like I said, not to get into too much off-season stuff, but I have no idea where we're going to go from here. I think they're going to give it a bit more time before they make any dramatic moves, but uh, maybe if it's another disappointing, ne- disappointing year next year, there'll be some shake-ups. Um, but we'll see. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to sort of see where the um, improvement's going to come from, really. Uh, it's probably the hardest thing for this team. So, yeah. I'll, I'll, touch, really on, I'll touch on the Raptors again. Uh, because that, that I'll, I'll reveal that that's my pick for the most disappointing. Yeah. I I thought, I mean, yeah, they didn't have any good centers, which obviously really did derail them, but maybe they could have picked someone up or traded for them or, or something. 
but I thought OG would take a step forward, which he did. He, he got injured towards the end of the season, but OG mm. taking a step. Siakam's still young. I thought maybe he could take a step forward. And Siakam yeah. took a bit of a step backwards this year. Hey, like he, Siakam he took a step back. Me. Yeah, he yeah. disappointed me a lot this year. Yeah. Um, someone had him in fantasy. I definitely didn't see that coming, but um, <laughs> yeah, he, he looks like he wasn't, especially early in the season, they dug themselves a big hole and sort of couldn't get it back out of it, it was shooting really poorly. Um, I don't know about the center thing. Like, it, it's weird because I feel like, yeah, they had Marcus Ole and Serge Barker last year. They're not, they're not huge names, you know? Like, they're not, like, they weren't really their best players. I mean, yeah, you had Aaron Baines, and I don't know why they're playing Aaron Baines starting center most nights. Chris Boucher was solid. Like, I, I think he was good. I don't think it's that big of a drop off. So I'm still, I'm still scratching my head a little bit. Like, what the, what the fuck went wrong yeah. with this and team? Yeah. Nick Nurse as well. I thought surely yeah. Nick Nurse could pat, carry the roster they had to an eight seed. Like, that, yeah. that's what, that was my thought. I was like, surely they're a playoff team. I think, so I, think yeah. I had them like fourth or something in my I, preseason. Yeah, I, like, I, I had them in like home court. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so, it was a weird drop-off because they um, – I think we might have flagged we, – we flagged them as an under in our preseason um, over under pod. So we, we were definitely thinking they were going to be worse this year. But just the drop-off and the dramatic fall in the standings was was fairly significant. Um, what did they end up finishing in the, in the end? Were they – Well, they didn't even make the play-in tournament. So yeah, I've so they were here. outside the top 10. So, yeah, 11 they or 12 were, in the They East. were 12th. Like the Bulls were 11th. They were 12th in the, in the East. Fuck. So 27 have, and 45. So they're going to have sort of like a top seven or eight pick. In yeah, the they, draft, they, did, so. they did start the tank towards the end of the season. I, yeah, I will mention that. But yeah. they still were in that position before they started the tank. I think they decided when they had such a bad record to go full tank. So what, what are our thoughts for them next year? Do we think that they like embrace the tank, don't sign Kyle Lowry, start a bit of a youth movement and, and rebuild? Or they, do they give another crack to try and make the playoffs? What are your, what are your thoughts there? I have, a, I have a pretty strong feeling that Larry will be traded. So, and I imagine it's going to be a sign and trade in the off season or he'll get like a reasonable contract and they'll trade him because, and they'll trade him somewhere he wants to go because he, he is Mr. Toronto up there. They'll do well yeah. by him. But at this point, I think they will to some degree embrace the youth movement and yeah. get rid of him. I think so too. And I think it's the right move because, you know, their good players are not old. So they've, they've got, They've got the ability to go youth movement, but still be somewhat competitive and make it like a quick rebuild. Um, you know, you've got, you've just re-signed Fred VanVleet. Um, OG and Pascal are still young. Um, you've got players like Malachi Flynn there, who's, who looks promising. I like the look of him. You add a top sort of seven or eight pick, or if you get lucky, you might even get like a top four or five pick um, if you move up in the draft. So um, I, I think that's the way to go. I hope that Lowry... I think I think they should should move him on, but I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent sold. That seems to be where all the talk is heading. But who I don't know who who wants him, you know, and who's going to sign him to a big contract. I'm, I'm sure there might be one team out there that throws some money his way though. Um, but but we'll see. Um, let's let's maybe move on to the the next uh, award. A bit more of a, a happy note. So we got the biggest surprise player of the year. So I guess it's a little bit similar to your, your most improved, but you, you can really yeah. take a fire on anyone, you know, MVP candidates or, or whatever. So obviously, look, I've got Julius Randles on my list. Uh, Tara Rozier is also on my list who are yeah. big surprises for me. Um, took big steps forward. We, we yeah. mentioned both of us had Julius as our most improved. Yeah. Um, another name I'll throw out there is Nikola Jokic, the 
potential MVP be- yes. because his season was incredible, historic. Yeah, I didn't was, see this coming. No one, no one really did. No, it's absolutely incredible. Like, and the fact that I don't know, I, I keep seeing, I keep seeing so many people. Like, yes, Steph Curry had a great season. Um, yes, he's amazing and fun to watch. But if if anyone but Jokic gets the MVP, it's a disaster of a of an award. You know, like he has to win the award this season. Played every single game. Um, was dominant, kept the team afloat, even when Jamal Murray went down. You know, just the best big man in basketball by far. And um, he was doing everything. So, Assists yeah. in, in, the, in his clutch, like, field goals, amazing yep. too. He, there's nothing he didn't do. Yeah, I remember I remember we did our, like, our most clutch players, I think, in the offseason. And uh, I think Jermaine uh, mentioned him as, like, a top five clutch player. And I, <laughs> was, I sort five. of shot him, yeah, I shot him down. I was like, nah, you can't, you can't be doing that. And, and it's come true this year. I would definitely have him in my five now. So he's been very clutch this year, making great decisions, very smart. Um, and I want to say, what, what pick was he? Was he, was he a 40... Like forty six pick or 40 it was a second like, rounder. I think it was thirties, uh, yeah, late thirties, second rounder. Regardless, so I want to I want to do a bit of I should do a bit of research and, and maybe I'll come back on this on the next pod. But the latest draft pick to win the MVP award in the NBA, I I, I want to know who because I reckon he's got to be up there. I can't yeah, think forty first pick. Forty first. There you go. So yeah. in the forties, yeah. So I wonder I wonder if he's the the lowest drafted MVP in the league's history. I, I'd, I'd love to love to find it. Obviously, he hasn't won the award yet, but he definitely should. Um, I can't think of anyone who's been drafted lower that's won the award. Can you? Um, yeah, I'm not too sure. I'm, I'm trying to have a quick Google search now, but uh, off <laughs> okay. top of my head, no idea. No, I can't think of a single person. Um, maybe someone way back in the day. Uh, mm. I'm not really sure, but um, it's definitely in recent times that the lowest drafted player that I think is going to win the MVP. Um, you mentioned um, Julius Randle. I, he's my pick for this award. I think it's pretty obvious. Again, it's low-hanging fruit, but I just I didn't think Julius Randle was a good player before this season. Um, as reflected on my pick of the Knicks, the fact that he's able to be the sole good player on this team and drive them up to a fourth seed, become what I think should be an all-NBA second team forward, um, it's just, yeah, never saw that coming. Never saw that coming in a million years. So um, tip my hat to... To Mr. Randall. Yeah, I, I had Jokic to begin with, but I thought, no, nah, look, I, I should be Randall. It just has to be Randall. It's boring, um, but it's the easiest choice. Like it, it has is. to be Julius Randall. Like it, you know, we're not we're not breaking any records here or, or surprising anyone, but we just got to pay our respects. We got to pay our respects to the great man. Yep, yep. Who was your other guy? Um, um, Terry Rozier is another guy yeah. I had an honorable mention to, but yeah. it, there were some injuries there. Uh, yeah. that kind of boost I think he got a bit lucky with a couple yeah like you said some injuries and some yeah. opportunity that came his way and he made he, he was Mr. So. Clutch though he yeah. had a great clutch field goal so yeah you gotta, gotta, gotta tip his hat to him yeah that, that, that he's done the best with the opportunity that, that he was given so you could um, say maybe Sabonis too is it another honourable mention he, he yeah. had a great season um, but just didn't really quite maintain it towards the end had some injury bug issues he was putting up similar stats to Randall though like they were yeah. kind of mirrored to some degree so I'll, I'll throw out one more name more on the like lesser known sort of um, uh, thing there in um, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. Um, sorry. Um, the Rockets player. What's his name? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Kevin Porter Jr. That's right. Yeah. yeah. The, Kevin Porter Jr. For the Cavs got traded. Got traded. He was looking like he was, you know, his NBA career was washed up. Goes to the Rockets. He had a 50 point game this this year. I don't know yeah. if you were aware of this, but he um, he can get some buckets, had some big games. 
um, and looks like a bit of a building piece for the Rockets moving forward. So um, he was a bit of a surprise to me, was never on my radar um, prior to being traded to the Rockets. Um, so he, he had a, a few bright spots. So um, definitely fits the, the build of a surprise player. Uh, this yeah, season. I like that pick. I like, I like honorable mention. Yeah, honorable mention. Shout out to KPJ. All right, what's the next award there, Cal? All right, I so like, next I up like this one. is <laughs> the Most Washed Player Award. Harsh. <laughs> so, I feel like some it's, names here. <laughs> it's got to go to someone on, on, on the older side of the spectrum, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I reckon um, I can throw some uh, several names out here, but I'll let you, I'll let you start because I know I, I can pick two players that you're going to mention. All right, well, I feel like the two most obvious and real just textbook washed players right now. Yeah. Would have to be DeAndre Jordan, um, yes. Jeff Teague, yes. and and then I also I add Eric Bledsoe on my list as well. Can, can uh, you can you add to the pile? I, I well I definitely had Eric Bledsoe. He he's definitely <laughs> right up there for me. I, I mean I've got a lot of players I could add on here. I, I'm, I'll throw out Hassan Whiteside. Hassan um, Whiteside, yeah, yep. yep. Don't think he's playing another NBA game. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna throw out Kevin Love. Uh, yep. Washed. I thought he was washed last season. Though. I kind of. If I thought they were already washed, I yeah, didn't true. consider okay. them as much. So yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's a very low. It's it's a it's a bit of a kick in in the nuts. But Lamarcus Aldridge, um, sorry, yeah, mate, but, uh, yeah, yeah, he retired. <laughs> he, he literally retired. Had a, what did he have? Did he have a blood clot or, or uh, it was something along those lines? Yeah, rhythmia was... heart issue or something. So I'm yeah. sorry, Lamarcus. You're a great player, but even before then, he he was sucking. He, he was. Let, let's let's yeah, be fair. That's he wasn't fair. doing very good. Um, so, uh, and then uh, Blake Griffin, sort of. Um, he kind of turned it on a bit more at the end of the season. He's starting yeah, he's, for the for the Nets. Yeah, but what's? Yeah, I don't know. How much is he actually impacting <laughs> that team? I don't know. So, so those would be my my picks. There, uh, can we can we pick a winner out of this group? Um, I don't know. There's a lot to choose from. There is a lot. I, can I let you? I'll let you go first. Who who is your pick? My my top two that I had were Eric Bledsoe and um, Hassan Whiteside. I mean, okay, maybe I, maybe I would take Hassan Whiteside off because I never liked him as a player anyway. But I'm just thinking that he's never going to play in the NBA again, so that that's why he's in this list. So my if I was to nominate someone, I would say Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, that that was my pick. That was my pick. Um, okay. He just he was terrible. He was shocking. I hated watching him. So bad. I watched New Orleans a lot. He just looks so bad. His stats as well were shocking. And he was putting up minutes. Oh, he played so, he had lots of opportunity. Um, fast-paced team. Um, it did it just didn't make it. sense. I like him yeah. and Lonzo. Lonzo can be a combo guy. can play off yeah. ball. It, it, it could work. No. Like his no. stats, I, I think they're about 13, 3 and 3. Yeah, um, defense which, was horrible. Um, used to be a decent defender. Yeah. He was. A, I think it was a first all-team defense last season. Was it last season? So, oh, I'll have to fact check that. He was, he was definitely up there in terms of defense play. I know the Bucs system is, a, is probably maybe a beneficiary of that. But yeah, just, just looked a shadow of himself. And it happened real fast because, you know, we were talking, I think when that, when that trade went down in the, in the um, sort of preseason, we were saying, okay, yeah, it's a lot to give up for Drew Holiday. But we weren't yet figuring out the fact that Eric Bledsoe was going to be this shit and it was going to be that much of an upgrade. <laughs> so um, if it it's looking like it's a decent trade. I know they still gave up a lot, but I think it's, it's a decent trade at this point. Um, obviously Giannis signed on. So that sort of highlights to me the, the, the quickness of him dropping off. So I think he is, um, unfortunately for Eric, very deserving of the, uh, the washed, most washed player award from the ball boys podcast. 
Yeah, he's shocking. Do you reckon surely he's got to be a bench role next season? Has to be. I don't know who's going to sign yeah. him, but yeah. maybe it'll is, be like a six-man option. Is he a free option. agent? Is he a free he agent? Is. He's a yeah. free agent. Yeah, who the fuck is signing Eric Bledsoe? I mean, I don't know. Someone might, but he's definitely not starting. 100% not starting. Yeah. Um, maybe there's an off chance that he is done. I don't know. I, I just don't see... Uh, you know, maybe he can do a Jeff T kind of thing like the Celtics this year um, and then maybe one more year and he's out of the league. But he, he looked really bad this year. Really bad. We'll, we'll go on to a more positive note next. So <laughs> yeah. Sorry, the, the next award is um, it's kind of, I've called it the best second banana award. You, you, yes. Some people might've heard of it before. It's pretty much the MVP of the second option is, right. is maybe another way to describe it. So, so obviously you're, you know, LeBron James's and your Devin Booker's of the world who people who are actually a first option on a team. Yeah. Donovan yeah. Mitchell, even, for example, I, I took them out of consideration, me personally. Even yeah. though, like, look, Donovan, arguably, I don't know if you say Rudy's number one. I, I wouldn't, but... It sounds like it when, when you say second banana, you're sort of, you, you, you're thinking offense. Um, I think it can go either way, though. It goes that way, yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is where I, we'll, we'll have a discussion here because I, I had a bit of a query for you for this award. Um, so I've, I've, I've got a bit of a left field option, but I'll, 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 you throw some names at me first, who you're considering for this award. I've actually written down a lot of names for consideration. Okay. So right. look, I, we I reckon let's, we'll, let's we'll run through these because there's a lot there. I'll firstly say whoever the second banana is on Brooklyn is, has probably won this award. Let's face it. Well, yeah, <laughs> see, this is my thing. <laughs> like who, I don't know. I, I'd almost disqualified those kind of players. Like, oh, no, like, I, I did too. Like, I yeah. think, I think for the, for this segment, we should just get rid of the Nets entirely because it probably yeah, is going to be Durant or Harden, whoever you argue, or Kyrie. So we'll just yeah, take them out of consideration. I, I feel like this should be it should be a clear cut kind of like number two guy. Do you know what I mean? Like even yeah. like even like the Philadelphia 76ers and like um, Milwaukee, for example. Like they've got you got Drew and, and Chris Middleton. Like you know, yeah, you might say Chris Middleton's like maybe a little bit better, but it's not. There's not a big gap, you know. Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris. It's like it's close. So I, I sort of disqualified those type of teams. Um, okay, that's fair enough. Look, yeah. I'll take Ben Simmons off my list then. We'll get rid of him. Oh, okay. He's, he's yeah, gone. Right. He's gone. All right. All right. So I'll run through some names. We've got okay. Anthony Davis. Um, obviously, is, is quite a good option. Bit Chris Paul. Yeah. Yep. Second seed. Jalen Brown from from your Celtics. Oh, I like um, it. Malcolm Brogdon, um, I've I've thrown up there. He's a good second banana, sure. Um, yep. Rudy Rudy Gobert, number the first first seed. Yes, yes, um, yes. Jamal Murray was a great second banana to to Jokic. Yeah, worked very well together. You got you got Paul George, playoff P, um, is in full effect right now. But had a great season. Great regular season. Great yep. regular season. CJ McCollum. Yes. Had a, without his foot, he was having an amazing season. Yep. Um, Bam Adebayo, just his defensive presence, and he's yep. got a good offensive game these days too. Yep. 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 And then I've even th- I've been a bit ambitious with my last one, and I've actually put down Anthony Edwards and Edwards. As, <laughs> oh no! Um... <laughs> wow. He's okay. number two, I isn't he? You, you I didn't expect to one. hear that name um, in this in this discussion, but yeah, fair enough, I guess. Uh, he he was impressive. He's um, some low hanging fruit, I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, he's clearly the number two behind Cat, but. Yeah, I mean, oh, I mean, D'Angelo Russell there, but he didn't have a great season this year. So yeah. So uh, is, is there anyone that I didn't think of that that you can add to that list? I, I feel like you hit the the main ones there. Um, names that jumped out at me from that list, obviously Anthony Davis is, is hard to go past. Um, 
I wanted to I wanted to go a bit more of the exciting route. Um, my my pick for this award, it, it was one of the names you mentioned, um, is actually it's Rudy Gobert for me. Um, just simply because, like, is he the number two option? I don't know. Like, because I think he <laughs> he is the most valuable player on this team, in my opinion. That's um, why I say second banana, and and that yeah, banana but- is kind of like the piece that you know it can be it can mean anything really offense yeah. defense bit of both yes and and sometimes like, you my, want your number two to just be a, a defensive specialist and that's what he is exactly he, he's the best defender in the league by far um so i think that you know donovan mitchell gets a lot of the limelight a lot of the credit you know we're thinking about him when, when we're thinking all stars you know we're, we're you know, he's the guy that you think of when you think of Utah Jazz. But for me, Rudy Gobert is the is the glue to this team. He's the reason that they're the number one seed. Um, he's the reason that they're a tough matchup no matter what. Um, so for me, he is the best. And, and he, he doesn't demand the offense. He, he works well within the team's um, playmaking sort of things, you know. These other guys, they're, they're going to sort of like, they're going to sort of take limelight away from each other sort of thing. So they're going to fight for the ball, fight for their shots. You know, there's a bit of sharing going around, whereas Rudy just fits in, does his thing, does his thing amazing. Um, just great defense, efficient shot making, dunking. So um, he's my pick. Oh, I did want to mention actually one other player along. It's the same kind of, kind of fit for this team um, sort of build. And it's Clint Capella who I think is a bit of a comparable one over in Atlanta. Um, someone who doesn't get a lot of, lot of recognition. Um, so he's, yep. he's someone leading rebounder and leading league. rebounder, excellent defender on a team yep. that doesn't have a lot of other defenders. He, he had a great season. So I'll, I'll tip my hat to him. Um, I look, I will say, I feel like anyone would pick Anthony Davis, but we're looking Obviously, at the regular yeah. season. He had yeah. a shocking regular season. He's he out. Had a he had regular season. Yeah, he did. He was out for me. Yep. I like it. Um, it was really between three players yep. that I mentioned, um, which is in Rudy Gobert, as you touched on, and then Paul George yes. and Chris Paul, um, yes. because all, all three of them had fantastic seasons. And um, I, I actually ended up giving it to Chris Paul. I decided yeah, to. Yeah, no, I like it. I mean, he's the number two there. He's so important he, he, when he's on the yep. court. I mean, he, he boosted that team up to 50 wins, not solely. It was still a, a reasonable team, but. Just what he does sometimes, it's, it's really is understated. He just does so many little things that don't end up on the box score. Yeah. Such a veteran we, out there. We, we saw it today. We, we saw it today in the game. He's obviously struggling with a shoulder injury at the moment. He didn't play down the stretch and, and they, they needed him. Like, um, yeah, Cameron Payne played pretty well. Um, and he's, you know, exciting, exciting player when he, when he gets hot. But he's not Chris Paul. He's not someone who's going to set the team up and make plays for others, play good defense. Um, so yeah, I think he's extremely valuable to that team. Um, my only question is like, I feel like he's been getting a lot of attention this year and, and people are rightfully aware of how good he is and how important he is to this team. So I don't know. That's why I sort of went with Rudy Gobert. Cause I feel like Gobert's not getting that sort of recognition. Yeah. He's like, Oh yeah. He called his the defensive guy, but I feel like we're downplaying how important that is to, to the Utah jazz. But, um, I think they're both good options. I think, yeah, he's definitely a top three option for me as well. Um, I also I also considered Bam Adebayo, um, another name that you mentioned before that I really did like. You know me, I'm probably not as high on Jimmy as you are. I think Bam is. I think Bam's the best player on the Heat. Uh, no, no disrespect whoa, whoa. to Jimmy. Yeah, Come on I now. know. I know. So, no does that mean Jimmy, Jimmy? Does that mean Jimmy's the best second banana in the league? Well, no. I think he gets the. <laughs> he's the. He's the first banana. But 
similar to like Gobert and those sort of types. I think he just goes unrecognized and, and does a lot of the little things that gets the doesn't get everyone excited. So do want to shout out to, to Bam as well. But um, are we going to have a United thing or are we going to split the vote? Because I'm, I'm I think I'd still go Gobert over Chris Paul. Look, I, yeah. Uh, it's hard. Let's just split the vote. Let's split the Let's, vote. I reckon Chris Paul and Rudy, they both deserve it. So I think I think we can have we can have one split award. I think that's yeah. that's fair. I think Shout that's okay. Both these guys. I yeah. think that's totally fine. What's what's the next award? All right. So the next one, it's another good positive one. It's great. Yep. Uh the brightest future award and specifically like a team. So we're yes. looking at who who do we think has the brightest future? And I guess I'm kind of looking Maybe five years from now. I'm not I'm not looking ten years from now where teams have just have no, a we're looking amount of med- draft picks. Medium term, yeah. Kind of like three, kind of three to five years from now. I, yeah. I think. Obviously, OKC has a million fucking draft picks and yeah. they're looking all right, but but they're not going to be good for a good while. They're they're yeah. trusting the process right now. So exactly, uh, they're, not, they're not competing for a few years. Spoiler alert: they're not going to be my pick. So um, I'll throw out my honorable mention first, Cal, and it's the yeah. um, it's the Charlotte Hornets. Um, I, I like pick. I like where they're at. I like obviously Lamelo Ball is very exciting. Um, he's going to be a, a superstar in my opinion. Um, he's going to make everyone else around them better. They've got still the young guards in Rozier and Graham. They're going to have a top is it a top ten pick or, or, or a lottery pick this year? So they're going to add some more youth, some more talent. Um, so I, I'm excited for the future of the Charlotte Hawks. They were going to make the playoffs before Lamelo went down. Um, and he's only going to get better. So um, other PJ Washington, Miles Bridges and those types, um, even like a Jalen McDaniels are all looking pretty exciting. So um, they were my honorable mention um, for, for the brightest future. Not something you could have said for the, the Hornets a little while ago. They, they sort of had a not too much of a future, but that that draft pick of the level has really turned them around. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I, um, I almost put that on my list, but I think the main thing is, is um the ball boy right like yeah the ball, the ball boy, boy himself yes <laughs> we love the ball boy um I, I had some other honorable mentions though so i'm gonna say yeah. i'll say the grizzlies grizzlies yes. i mean look you got ja morant and he's in the playoffs right now he, he's looking amazing he he jeweled steph curry in the, in the playoff tournament and, and outdoored him to some degree i mean mm-hmm. he got them he got them over the top right so yep. that Mavs team is sorry not Mavs team Grizzlies team is obviously yes. a lot better than that Golden State team. But anyway, um, another honorable mention is is the Nuggets, um, just because just because Jokic is still so young, and I, I'd like to young. think Jamal can yeah. bounce back. But Michael Porter bounce, Jr. and you got Michael Porter Jr. too. Yeah, so, love Michael Porter Jr. I think he's a great player. So there's definitely definitely some bright sparks there. So three yeah. to five years, they should be. I mean, they, they should be, be contending for five more years, really. And if yeah. the health isn't there, they should be a contender. I'm still so devastated by that Jamal Murray injury. I think that just sucks so much because, again, with the timeline, it just it takes away their opportunity next year as well just because yeah. the playoffs are going to be earlier. Um, and it just He's going to be only just coming back from ACL rehab at that point, so he might not be firing. Uh, just just sucks. So, But I, I do agree. They've got a long timeline that it, you know, they'll still have their chances. Yeah. And then, and then look, I had the, everyone has to have the Pelicans, right? And you got, you got Zion you Williams. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Although, I don't know, I, I, outside of him and Ingram, I'm not sure. I mean, we, we both do like Kira Lewis. I, like I don't Kira know if Lewis. he's like, I don't know if he's like, you know, game changing though. Um, uh, and then the Lonzo ball aspect is interesting because yeah, it could be a sign and trade. 
I don't think he's going to be on the team um, next year. It, it doesn't sound like they he's like restricted it. though, but he's restricted. So yeah, but there was all these trade rumors at the trade deadline, and yeah, I don't know. That just doesn't. I think I think worst case, it's a sign and trade. Like yeah, you're probably right. But like, I, what do they get back? Is it much? Is it worth much? I don't know. Like Zion's your piece, you know. Obviously, you've got Zion, and and that's yeah. it. Like that's all you need, really. Like that's a bright future well, right there. You've got Alexander Walker and you got Kira Lewis. So even yeah. if Zion, if so goes, you still got two pretty young pieces. But this is a franchise that had Anthony Davis as well. That's why they sort of slid down my list. They had Anthony Davis. What did they do with it? They made the playoffs once or twice. They they won one series. Um, you know, I don't know. I I, I wanna I wanna see more from them than just oh we've got Zion. That that's my only thing for them. I'm not ready yeah, to declare like- them bright bright featured yet. They can trade Ingram, though. That's one of the things. They they definitely have a good piece to trade. You know, yeah, worst comes the worst. I reckon you keep Ingram. I don't know. I think he's a good fit. <laughs> I think they I think they should trade him personally. Get rid of Ingram. Really? Really? I reckon just get rid of Ingram. Bring someone else in around Zion. Hot, hot take. Not a minor though. I don't think he's like a keep at all cost. But yeah, fair enough. I think I think that's a pretty hot take there. <laughs> <laughs> who have you got winning the award? Those were all honorable mentions. I'll say one more honorable to the Timberwolves. Yeah. Um, just because nah. I'm, I mean, yeah, look, I, I'm a big fan look. of Anthony Edwards. I I, I yes. said coming to the draft, he should be number one. I'm standing by that. Oh, not really. Lonzo, uh, sorry. Um, Lamello. The ball boy. The ball boy the himself ball boy, should, have, yeah. should have been yeah. number one. But um, Anthony Edwards, there's a lot of potential there, man. He's winning me around. Um, I, I, again, more franchise thing than than um, like the talent itself. They've got talent, obviously. I just, I don't know. I, prove me right. I, they've got to win me over more for me to me to get more excited because i don't know they, they they've disappointed me I, I think they should have won more to this point than they have so yeah know. all right give, give me a pick who, who have you got as the brightest future award well i actually it was it was one of the teams you mentioned uh in this list and for me the brightest future is the memphis grizzlies uh for me jamarant jamarant uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. And they've got a lot of other good players on that team. Yeah. They're JV, actually, they're loaded player. with talent. I love Xavier Tillman. Um, they've got yep. DeAnthony Melton, who I'm a big fan of. Um, just deep at m- most positions. And I think just having those that young duo of Jar and Triple J um, and, and then a deep roster surrounding that that are all on the similar sort of timeline. Um, I just, I really like them. I, I think... Obviously, they beat the Utah Jazz. They took down the number one seed. Um, they've taken down the Golden State Warriors. They're getting that playoff experience in, which I think is invaluable. Um, yeah, they, so they beat I, the Spurs too, like in that playoff game. Yep, that was an elimination yep. game. So I, I think they're ticking all the boxes. They would have been a, a higher seed, I think, if Jaron Jackson had been healthy the entire season because I think at the end of the day, he has the potential to be their best player, even better than Ja Morant. Um, he, he's got like that Anthony Davis type ceiling. Um, it's, it's a, you know, maybe it's not as likely to get there as like a Ja Morant is going to be a superstar, but he's probably got a higher ceiling than Ja. And if he hits it, then this team could be a championship contending team um, in the next sort of three to five years. So I, I, I'm, I'm really high on the Grizzlies. I like their talent. Um, so and and they're already showing me something that it's exciting right now. So I'm I'm really really buying into their future. Yeah, it's their depth, and they're still so young. I mean, yeah. Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain, there's another one. Rookie. I love Desmond. Rookie has some shooter. really good minutes. In in that Great game defender. one, I don't believe they even played Brendan Clark no. or 
Justice Winslow, who are two good young pieces as well. So there's a lot of there's a lot of pieces there. So I I know you mean they're a playoff team already. So Jar is only going to get better, and Jar is the the keys to, I guess, a good playoff run. Anyway. Yeah, think about think about Jar versus Zion. Jar's team's in the playoffs, and he's doing things. And you know who's his All Star teammate? You know, you know Brandon Ingram's on the Pelicans. Yeah, you don't, you know, you don't have another all star on on the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, Ingram, he was an all star last season, wasn't he? Was on out. Yeah, he was. He, he so was. He was an all star last year. Technically, he's got an all star with him. I feel like if it's a year removed, it still counts. Oh yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that there's two all stars on the Pelicans, and they still haven't yeah. made the playoffs. So yeah, um, yeah. no all stars this year on the on the Grizzlies, and they're making the playoffs. They're they're all, they're only going to get better. So um, I'm excited for this team. Who, who's your pick? My pick was actually the Nuggets. Even with the injury thing, it makes it a bit more awkward. You probably persuaded me to the Grizzlies, but yes. like the the Jokic, he's just gonna be. He's he's not athletic, yeah. and he's but he's still so good. So I feel like you yeah. got like ten good years of Jokic because he's still very young. Um, yeah, and then, no, they're gonna be they're gonna be Spurs esque almost. Yeah. Like this is like the dynasty kind of thing. Yeah, this is like the Tim. Like this is like the start of like a Tim Duncan like mm. run. I, I think. Um, so in that respect, they've got an amazingly bright future, but they've got a bright right now as well. So yeah, um, Michael yeah, Porter Jr. The, and even Michael Aaron Gordon, Gordon, he's he's young too. Like he fits the timeline. So yeah, I'm not not as high on Aaron Gordon, but um, but yeah, Michael Porter Jr. for me is I think around this time last year I predicted that he was going to be their second best player. Um, in in I think I said three years at the time. Yeah. It's one year now. Look. It's looking pretty good. Um, <laughs> he, he's a beast, man. I, I really like MPJ. Um, his defense, his shot creating ability, efficiency through yeah, the roof. He's efficient. Um, yeah. So if he if he gets a bit more of a handle, a bit more sort of playmaking ability, he's he's going to be just incredible. I think he's he's got that like Paul George kind of level uh, sort of upside. So I do like him. But are we are we picking the Grizzlies? Um, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll look. I'll go Grizzlies. We'll, we'll go. Yes. Even though the Nuggets, if look if Jamal didn't go down, I think Nuggets. Yeah, are clear I think that's that's the pick. sway factor. Cause, clear cause, pick, but yeah, it's an it's ACL. It's not. It's not like it's you know like something little. It's you know maybe he's not the Jamal Murray we saw in the playoffs last year when he comes back. That's yeah. the that's the swing factor. Exactly. There is some some downside. All right. What's the next award? All right. The next award is the belt. AKA the best player on the planet. Who best has player the, belt? On the planet? Okay. <laughs> I like it. The belt, not the, not the goat, not the MVP, the belt. Who's got the belt? Who has now it? Is, now I think there's only a few players we could pick this is, have you picked Jokic as the belt? I am. Um, look, he, he's, he's on my list. He's on my list. Obviously he has to be, obviously we picked him as the MVP, but is he, <laughs> is he the best player on the planet? I, I didn't have him as he doesn't have the belt in my eyes. I'm sorry. He doesn't have the belt. Wow. Me neither. Do you have, <laughs> you didn't have <laughs> I do it. I do it. There's one man that I want to I want to pay respect to. Um, and I think it's I, I think he has to be the choice. Um, right now, the best player on the planet is Steph Curry. Are you going with Steph Curry? I'm going with Steph Curry. The best player on the planet is Steph Curry. It has the to belt. be. Yeah. Uh, I love this, it. If, if we're taking the season that we've just witnessed. It has to be Steph Curry. I mean, LeBron, yes, cool. He's still LeBron, but I don't know. He's he's been injured. Um, he's old. I know Steph Curry is no spring chicken, but the the stuff that we were seeing from Steph this year 
on the team that he had. Um, I don't need to see anymore. He's the best player on the planet. Now the MVP, it's it's a bit of a weird award. So that's why I, I you know, you take into account the team record and things like that. But um, just on the eye test and what I've seen this season, Steph Curry to me is the best player in the world. I love that pick. I love it. Um, he <laughs> was getting different. He was getting double teamed all the time. Triple like oh. the man still was dropping forty yeah, on a nightly such basis. Such a hard like he's six foot. What is he? Six foot two. Like he's small. Can't not athletic. You know, oh, just and still every night double team. No other offensive threat on this team, and gets it done. Led the league in scoring. Just Who's amazing. the second best offensive option on that Golden State team? Uh, tell me, who, who is it? I mean, it's probably Andrew Wiggins, but like, what the fuck is that saying? <laughs> you know, like, like what are we doing here, Andrew Wiggins? <laughs> he wasn't on our second banana list. I'll, I'll, no, that's all I'll he say. definitely, he definitely was not. Um, did you have someone different? You seemed a little surprised with my pick. I um, I look. I know there was an injury this year, but I still, I still think LeBron has the belt. I'm sorry, but LeBron has the belt. Fair I'm, enough. I, I can't really argue it. Like, I mean, it's LeBron James, but it's LeBron James. I don't know. Yeah, I still maybe, think he has the belt. So, remember, we said at the start of this this um, podcast that it's this season we were we were going off, not the playoffs, because you know I think LeBron can snatch it back if he does some some big time shit, but. Based on what I've seen this season, I, I don't know. I, I just want—I want to yeah. pay respect to the the great man. You know, like, what is, is he the oldest player since Marco Jordan to lead the league in scoring? Like, that's he just—he is. is. That's incredible. And, and at, at, at point guard, like, come on, man. Like, that's that's insane. Have I convinced you? Have I convinced I think, you? Look, can we? Can we get... I think you've persuaded me. I think. Let's, let's go, go with Steph Curry. I love it. I love it. It has pick. to be. Yes, it has to be. Look. We might Steph review this developed. after the playoffs and, and it might be LeBron, but I don't know. Steph, we've got to, we've got to pay respect to him because I do think, yeah, it's just got to be him. I think it's got to be him. I, I love the pick. So like, we'll lock it in. We'll lock it in. LeBron could and, take it from him. If, if, he, if, he, if he wins again in the playoffs, then obviously we'll give it back to him. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's no, been I, around yeah, his waist it, many a time. Um, yeah, it, but for now, look, let's give it to Steph. Let's go. Let's do it. I reckon we should. Was there anyone else that you considered for this this award? I think those were the two main ones. Yet there was there was one person I would have considered a bit more seriously if it wasn't for the injury as well. It was Joel Embiid because he was the front runner for MVP, he's and this, like because he's so important on the defensive end as well yeah, as the offense. Yeah, I can see a world where maybe he he can snatch the belt. He, I think he's mm. up there. He's definitely an honorable mention for me. Yeah, funny we haven't mentioned Kawhi, Giannis. Um, I mean, Luca. Luca's up there too. Yeah, I did think about Luca. He he he's probably not quite there yet, but um, he'll get the belt one day. He's approaching. Anthony Davis, we didn't mention. Um, Kevin Durant, we season. didn't mention as well. Um, you know, it's hard to give it to those players on those teams, but uh, I'm always a big fan of Kevin Durant. Um, I still think he's he's definitely up there, but um, just based on what we've seen. Um, yeah, for me, it's Steph. Yeah. All right, All right. Let's move on to the next award. The next award um, is the worst mid-season trade award. Ah, okay. Um, yes. There are a few. Um, the, a couple I've written down is, yeah. firstly, I just want to say that it probably was a, the James Harden trade, I think, is going to – that was just so mm. bad. Yeah. It was really – I mean, I guess they got a few picks out of it and we don't know what that's going to be, but I think that was a shocking trade looking back on I, it now. I think they could have got more. Like, 
you're trading James Harden. Um, At least get some kind of star back. They got they really got nothing back. They got they could have had Karras as well, but they decided who, who could have been a piece, I guess. Yeah. And they're like, no, we'll get Oladipo. And then that's another mention on my on my trist as the as the Oladipo trade. Oladipo, they trade him for nothing. It like, was a second rounder. They like got a what? second rounder. I mean, I know he's not as good as he once was, but surely you can get more than a second round pick for Oladipo. Yeah. Like so, that. Yeah. Anyway. No, I both, think that's a both trades by Houston. Both trades by Houston. Um, uh, shocking. Yeah. Did you have some more you want to mention? Um, I did have one, and this this makes Houston look a little bit better. Um, I want to highlight the Cavs trading Kevin Porter Jr. to the Houston Rockets um, for, again, basically nothing. It, uh, it's a future second-round pick um, is all they traded him for. And the fact that he put up a 50-bomb this year looks like a maybe like a core piece to the Houston Rockets' future. On a team like the Cavs, I know they've got the the sex land combo over there, so there's maybe less room for him to be a piece there. But on a team that's still building and still still rebuilding, I think you want to keep these guys. I know he had those off court issues and things like that, and he was a locker room sort of guy. So from that point of view, it's a little bit worse. But I just think that you got to be more patient with players like this, and especially considering where the Cavs are. I just think for for their position and what they're trying to do you don't trade players like that. You know, you, you trade your, who do they trade? JaVale McGee's and you trade those kind of players, but you, yeah, you hang on to these guys that have potential. Um, so yeah. I just didn't, didn't think that made much sense. For a team uh, that's going nowhere, you, you don't give away the the young prospects like that. Yeah. And I, I understand I had kind of had a bit of an asterisk next to it because just because apparently there was all the locker room stuff and, and yeah. the front office were pretty much done with him is yeah. what we were told. Um, so it, it's a weird one, but he's looking like a great prospect now. And just like he was, like he, he was very promising back at the yeah. Cavs as well. So yeah. the Cavs really, if, if he ends up being, let's say, let's say he becomes an all-star, then, um, they look, they look pretty stupid. Yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily think he will. Like personally, I don't think he's going to be an all-star, but just, yeah, I, I took into consideration the position, but, um, I think I agree with you in terms of my pick, my pick would definitely be that, that James Harden trade, because I just feel like they got. They got bullied into trading him to the Nets. Like, I mean, I don't know if this was actually on the table, but there was rumors of like a Ben Simmons trade at the start of the season and things like that. Like if that was on the cards, like, I don't know if it was. I, I mean, I think personally that it maybe wasn't, but if it was like, you'd, you'd snatch that up in a second. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like there was better offers out there or you could have drawn it out longer and gotten more. I know that it was a cloud hanging over the organization. Um, but you ended up tanking anyway. So what, the, who, who gives a shit? Just like, <laughs> just be bad as, as it is and, and just go from there. But I don't know. I feel like I could have got way more. Did you have any other ones? No, like my, my winner was the James Harden trade too. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think we trade. can agree on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Of all the superstars traded in the last few years, I think this was the smallest package back that they got like i'm pretty sure and it was probably the best star traded too that's the thing like yeah, he's better 100%. than paul george he uh i guess Kawhi is better than him um yeah but he yeah he's one of the best stars traded in a while yeah and Kawhi sort of came with paul george as well so i, I guess that one was like a two for one but um i was thinking that like the oklahoma city traded chris paul for more than this almost they traded westbrook for way more than this all those picks they got for westbrook yeah, like they got way more value than than what um, Houston got for um, 
for James Harden. So I think it's been a bad few years for, for the Houston Rockets from the management side of things. So, um, you know, we'll see if they get the luck and they get the draft pick. But even I'm pretty sure if they if the draft pick falls outside a certain range, they, they lose that to OKC as well. Yeah, so top five protected. So. It could get real ugly for Houston if they get a bit unlucky um, next year. So we'll, we'll see how that all turns out. What's the next award there, Cal? Right, so it's similar, but it's uh, the other side of the spectrum. So the best mid-season trade award. Uh, I've got a few more things written down. Yep. What have you got? So I've got the, um, I got the Aaron Gordon trade I thought was okay. Um, I've got the, the On Vucevic. On which side? I want to I ask you which side. <laughs> I, I kind of feel I, I'm a bit higher on Aaron Gordon, I guess, than you are. Yeah, but I feel like he's a good yeah, fit for the Nuggets. They need yeah, a defensive okay. guy, a big body who can defend threes and fours, which yeah. they didn't have. And I think that is a good piece and fits the timeline well. And they didn't give up a whole lot for him. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with that trade. Fair um, the Vucevic trade on um, the Magic's end, I think getting two first rounders and Wendell Carter could look pretty good. Especially because it's a lottery pick this season. They're getting yep. the Bulls first round pick this season and the, and the Bulls, it could be six. It could be, it, it could be a pick around there. It could be 10. It could be whatever, but that's, um, that's nothing to laugh over. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Um, I have, I have the Kevin Porter Jr. Trade, which we've touched on as well. That was a, for a second rounder. That's a steal. But yep. as I said, there's a bit of an asterisk there. Yeah. Um, yep. The Cavs, Jarrett Allen um, pick, they yes. pretty much just picked them up for nothing. The Nets need to get rid of, I guess. I think they, it was the they money got involved aspect. in that in that trade and somehow came out with Jared Allen, which yeah, yeah, that was. They came out with a starting center for their future, so. Yeah. I think that's an excellent deal. When when you had you know even though they had Drummond on the roster, I think they just went fuck it. Let's just get the the yeah. the young good center on this roster that they don't seem to want. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that was a steal of a trade. So I, I do like that pick. Huge steal, and then and then the last one I mentioned is the Derek Rose trade. Um, which they traded Dennis Smith Jr., who wasn't even playing yeah. for them, and and a second rounder. Good so, shout, good shout. I forgot about that trade completely. Really, <laughs> looking at so, it now, I mean, Derek Rose, he's, he's closing games yeah, for the mean, last month for the Knicks. Yeah, no, eighteen like, four for a fourth seed playoff team. That's that's what you want in a midseason trade. No, perfect. yeah, it, exactly. Like at the time, I thought nothing of it. I was like, oh yeah, cool, whatever. The, the Knicks got Derek Rose, classic tips. Um, but it's. <laughs> It's actually turned into a decent trade, um, considering where they finished in the in the regular season. So, um, yeah, I, I don't mind it at all. Um, of 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 those picks, my favorite one is the Orlando Magic trade for Vucevic. I think they got the most value that they could. I'm a big fan of Wendell Carter Jr. I'm a big fan of the fact that they got those picks from Chicago and the fact that Chicago still suck. So the picks are good. Um, I think the Bulls thought that they were going to rise up the standings. And, oh, yeah, it's only going to be like a, you know, late teens kind of pick. But that didn't happen. It's going to be like a more than likely a, like an eighth pick in the draft. So they're going to have a top three or four pick and a top eight pick um, in this year's draft, which looks like it's going to be a pretty good draft class. I've started doing a lot of research there. So um, that's going to kickstart their, their rebuild. Uh, I think they've embraced the youth movement, um, but with, you know, the Jonathan Isaacs and the, the Marco Fultz of the world. Um, so I, I like the direction that they're going in. I'm, I'm glad that they managed to capitalize on, on value of Vucevic. So that's, that's my pick for the winner. Is that, is that your pick overall as well? Or did you have another one? Uh, I think that's the easy pick. I, I decided against it. I was like, you okay. know what? There's uncertainty. I don't know if they've won it yet. They probably, yeah, they no. probably have, but I'm going to go with, I think it's, it was a textbook mid-season trade. I'm going with Derek Rose. 
Derek Rose is my pick. <laughs> he helped them. He boosted them, Fair got on the fourth seed. He's going to be valuable in the playoffs as well. He's going to close games. He, and I, I just like, I like his game. I like watching Derek. It, it's better watching a playoff New York team when you get to watch like a Derek Rose, who's very, he's so crafty now, very crafty player. And, and it's kind of kudos to him to just how incredibly athletic he used to be and to go through so many injuries and still be able to compete on this level. I think it's, I think it's awesome. I, I love watching him 18 and four. He's putting up a night. Let's, let's go Derek Rose. That's, that's my pick. It's a textbook midseason. It's what you want. Something that boosts you to the playoffs. I like it. Look, I'll, I'll concede. I think I think I, I didn't even consider it, to be honest, but you've talked me into it. And <laughs> I think I just didn't consider it because at the time I thought nothing of it. But reflecting on it now, I think it, it actually was a great pick for the New York Knicks because at the time I didn't think they'd make the playoffs. So um, the fact that they have, the fact that they're a fourth seed, they're bringing basketball back to New York, playoff basketball back to New York. It's a good story for Derrick Rose to make it uh, to the playoffs for New York. So let's give it to him. I like it. I think that's good. I think it's a good one. Good pick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, um, we've got one more award here that we'll go through. Uh, and then, and then we're just going to quickly, we might just touch on some highlights of the playoffs. Um, I think this pod's gone a bit longer than, than we thought. So we'll, we'll just highlight through there. So what's, what's the last uh, award for tonight, Cal? So this one is the most underappreciated player in the league. And in, in our mind, yeah. Um, that you can you can come up with many of people. Um, it's it is a tough one. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll let you. Do you have any honorable mentions to begin? I'll let you take the I'll, lead. I'll start with a couple honorable mentions. I did mention these guys before in the uh, the second banana. Uh, I'm going to mention Clint Capella as as an underappreciated asset. I think he has been huge for um, the Atlanta Hawks. The fact that he was traded to the Hawks in the first place from Houston just shows to me that he wasn't appreciated in Houston. Um, they got him very cheaply. I think he's, I think he's probably their second best player. Um, maybe ahead of John Collins. I know John Collins is probably a better offensive player, but just the defense that he brings to that team uh, when there's not a lot of other defense on that team is, is very important. So shout out to Clint Capella as, as a pick. Um, Rudy Gobert, I'm going to give a shout out because even though he's probably going to win the defensive player of the year, I still think that he is underrated and um, not talked about enough. He might have even sort of crept into sort of like your top seven or eight MVP discussion sort of level because I, I do think he's the most important player on the Jazz. Um, that, those were my two um, honorable mentions. Um, two big guys, defensive focus seems to be the, the common theme uh, for being underappreciated um, in my book. <laughs> Uh, who, did, who did you have for the honorable mentions? I've, I've got, um, I had an honorable mention to CJ McCollum because he stepped his game up a bit. And I feel like he is yeah. a bit underappreciated out at, at the Trailblazers. He, he closes some games like him and CJ, uh, sorry, him and Dame, you know, they like yeah. to share it a bit. And if, if he's feeling it, he's cooking, he'll, he'll close out games. I think, I think he's been underappreciated and he's a better fit now for this NBA because now yeah. everything's going a bit smaller. So it, it is more built for him. Um, but the, the player I kind of had written down and penciled in, I was open to swaying it, but it was another Atlanta Hawk, funnily enough. Okay, yes. In um, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Really? Okay. I, I'm a bit surprised by that one. <laughs> I think he's I'll underappreciated. Bogey. I'm, I'm a bogey fan. I do, I do like me some bogey. Um, you know, like the Kings gave him away for nothing. I mean... He got a good deal though, didn't he? Like he, he got paid a fair bit. He, he did get yeah, paid. The, the, there was the whole Bucks fiasco that didn't go yeah. through. Oh, that was I meant remember. to be a trade. Yeah. Yes. And then the Hawks gave him some big deal. That was a bit more. He obviously took the money. I mean, fair enough. 
But um, does that mean, that, does that mean he's underappreciated though? Because there were suitors, there were people there that wanted him. I, that's, I mean, that's true. Yes, but like yeah. the Kings still gave him up for nothing, and and there was periods of the season where Trey Young was out, and they were running the offense through him, and mm. he was he was performing, he was playing real well. I think he deserves a shout out. So he's who I have. Okay, fair enough. I, I don't mind it. I don't mind. I think I think there's. I think I like the guys that I mentioned a bit more. Um, I think yeah. I think of, of the Hawks. I think Clint Capella might be more more underappreciated. Just uh, just quietly. But I'm, I'm going to throw a guy out here that I probably underappreciated until this season. Um, until I was a dynasty owner of him in fantasy basketball, and that's um that's De'Aaron Fox. Uh, is is my pick for underappreciated he's probably not underappreciated at the kings but i think he's underappreciated uh league-wide because this guy if you look at his numbers has just put up uh, an outstanding season um on a king's team that really you know let's be honest it's the sacramento kings they're, they're not very good but if we just look at his stats over the year he's put up 25 three and a half seven assists one and a half steals a game, shooting 47% from the field. His free throw percentage is, is improving. Um, his three-point shooting is getting slightly better. Uh, put up half a block a game. Like this man just, he's, he's really, really good um, on a team that has struggled. Uh, he's improved every single year. Um, and I think, you know, putting up 25 points a night is on 47% shooting from the point guard position um, is just super impressive. And I don't think he gets any attention because the Kings just uh, flat out trash. Um, so uh, shout out to Jaron Fox for, for me. I, I love Jaron Fox. I kind of really am a big fan of Jaron and I feel like yeah. people have been hating on him. And to some degree, because I'm a big fan, I didn't consider him. If that makes yeah. sense. But he yeah, definitely is underappreciated. He, he was leading the league for a while in fourth quarter points as well. Yes, so he was clutch. He was, Very he was clutch. clutch. Um, and that deserves a bit of a mention too. And, and he keeps growing. He's getting better every year. He's still, he is pretty, he reminds me a lot of John Wall just with his pace and quickness, but I think the shootings there are a bit more. So there's a definitely yeah. a huge ceiling on him. Yeah. I, I, I think he's a, a better version of John Wall personally, just a bit more of a complete game in terms of the mid range game. Uh, the shooting is a little bit more there. I think he's a better decision maker than than John Wall was. I think John Wall had a bit more of that out of control sort of um, sort of game. Maybe a little bit more uh, vertically athletic than than Darren Fox, but um, Darren Fox has definitely got the speed and quick. Cra- crazy athlete, had. anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so that that's my pick there. Um, do we want to settle on? I'm, I'm going to push hard for Fox here. I think I think he's a bit more underappreciated than Ben Bogey personally. Um, I've weirdly been persuaded to Capella. <laughs> Capella, okay, all right. <laughs> Let's find a middle ground then. All right, I'm I'm happy with Clint Capella because I think he doesn't get a mention, and um, I think I, I had him earlier in our our banana second banana um, yep. award. So yep. I think he's had a few shout outs. The thing so, in here is is okay. <laughs> in a shocking upset, Clint Capella comes in and nabs the award, the final award of the season. So, congratulations to all the winners and uh, and nominees. Um, you know, make sure you thank your wives and children. Uh, it's a great honor, I'm sure, for all of you. Um, um, you can get your other awards later on, but this this is the real prestigious one. Uh, let's let's move on to the playoffs. We're going to talk the playoffs. There's, I, I want to touch maybe just briefly on a few different series. Um, I think we mentioned um, the Celtics and Brooklyn. Let's not talk too much about there, but the really only question I've got for you in that series there, Cal, is do you think the Celtics win one game? 
I'm starting to think it's a sweep. I'm getting the broom out. I'm yeah, getting the broom out. Me too. I think I said I it think, was five, but I think I was optimistic. I had the green color glasses on, and um, I, I think we're getting swept. I, it I has to be game three, though. They're at home again. Oh, if it's not the next game, it's guaranteed a sweep. But yeah, yeah, I just yeah. I'm not seeing it. I'm not. I'm not buying in. I think this Nets team is starting to figure it out. Like we didn't even beat them when they were playing crap in great game one. Um, you know they weren't playing good, and we still lost. So. It's not a good sign. So let's let's move quickly away from that that series. Um, another one that we'll just touch on real quick: Philly versus the Wizards. Again, do you think Wizards get a game here? Um, I I still think they do get one game, okay. just off kind of like three point shooting. They get a good Batans and Bradley Beal game. I can see them getting one. So I'm gonna, I'm yeah. just gonna stick by five games. I'm more optimistic in them getting a game than my Celtics. However, I'm still going to pick Philadelphia to sweep like I did before the playoffs. Nothing I've seen has made me sort of think otherwise. I think, I think I let this known, let this be known. My last podcast, I'm a big fan of Philly in these playoffs. Um, I've picked them to win it all. So I think they, I think they get it on four. Fair enough. Let's, let's move on to um, a, a very close series to our hearts and our wallets. <laughs> um, the Bucks versus the Heat. Oh, the Bucks no. are now up 2 0. Oh, no. For anyone who missed the podcast last week, we, we've got a bet going. I, I've backed the Bucks. You've backed the Heat. Let's go, 20 bucks, on, 20 bucks on the line. We, we're down. You're down 2 0. Um, how, how are you feeling, Cal? What, what are you? <laughs> you've got the Heat shirt on. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Uh, what, what's happening, man? What's going on with your Heat? I'm feeling confident. That's all right. Um, we, we've seen right it before. We, we've seen Toronto go down 0-2 to the Bucks and come back and beat them. We, we've seen we've seen the Bucks collapse like this before. So um, I still think Miami had that number to some degree. Uh, I'm starting to realize that they do miss Jay Crowder a bit. And the addition of Drew Holiday has been a, a much bigger boost than I thought, considering mm-hmm. um, he did replace the most washed player um, of, of the season in, in Eric yeah. Bledsoe. It's and a big upgrade. It's a huge upgrade. Something I didn't completely account for. So look, I, look I'm look, i a bit worried. I'll be honest. I am a bit worried. But Game 3 Jimmy Butler was... Uh, game 3 Jimmy Butler, I'll, I'll reinforce, he was the only player to ever outscore, rebound, and assist LeBron in a, in a playoff game. And there's not many, there's not many people who have done it before, and um, there probably won't be anyone else who. Well, he's the first, and there may not say, ever be. The only one. <laughs> <laughs> there may not ever be anyone else that has done it, so he could have that on his resume. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it very well could do. Um, I still think Heat. And, I'm going to go Heat in seven. I said Heat in six originally. All right. And oh, I was getting, banking getting that they'd steal a game here, but I'm still saying Heat in seven. Let's carry they, the Heat. Well, they have to win next game. They have to win game three. Um, and look, you, you're going to want Jimmy to put up more than 10 points. So um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's do or die now for the Heat, I, I think. Uh, I think they've got a realistic chance of winning game three. And if they do, it's, the series is back on. But it has to be the next game. Uh, I'm we know what happens. We know what happens when teams go down 3-0. So uh, unfortunately, it'll be during the week. So we won't be able to watch together. So kind of for the, the bet's sake, I hope we can get to the weekend and still have it a bit close so we can watch a game together. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> We'll, we'll see how we go. Let's let's move over to Hawks and Knicks. Hawks take the game one. I think we both... Did you pick the Knicks? 
I can't remember. I picked the Knicks in seven. Yeah. Yeah, I picked the Knicks in six. So we both have the Knicks. Um, I was a bit surprised to see the Hawks win game one, considering it was in New York. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Has, have, have you changed at all after one game? I'm, I'm starting game. to think maybe it's Hawks in seven. I, I, it was always the flip the coin series for yeah. me. And yeah. the fact that they've taken one, I think I, I would probably change my pick now okay. to the Hawks in seven. Um, and look, Julius Randle, he had, a, he had a shocking game. So maybe he, he bounces back. Maybe, yeah. maybe there's something a bit untapped there. But on the other hand, he's not super experienced in this position before. So maybe this is a bit of a shock to the system for him and he, he won't be as consistent as he was in the regular season. I don't know. I don't know. There's a bit of speculation there, but I would probably sway towards the Hawks and seven. It'll be a good series there. Oh, yeah, I do think it'll be a good series and it was close. I'm going to stick with my guns and, and go with the Knicks. I think that the fact that Julius Randle had such a bad game, he's the heart and soul of this team. I, I'm, I'm going to put my faith that he's going to come good because he's a type of player that doesn't take stupid shots like he's not like a jump shot relying kind of player so i think him having off games is, is more the outlier than him not so um i think that he's going to get himself sorted and and get himself back in the in the series um you definitely want them to see them win the next game if they if they lose the next game i'm probably going to change my pick but for now i think if they, they should win game two at new york and then um you know the series will be back and forth from there so I'm going to stick fast with with New York. Let's um let's move over to the Western Conference because there's a few more few more interesting things happening over there. Um, we're going to start with the one eight matchup: the Utah Jazz versus Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis, the the brightest team in the NBA, the brightest future team in the NBA by our standards, um, win game one uh, against the Donovan Mitchellless Utah Jazz. Um, bit of a weird stuff going on with Donovan Mitchell before the game. He was he was in, he was, and then all of a sudden he was out with the ankle. He said he was going to play 48 minutes, but then he didn't even play one. So little little weird things. Apparently, he's confirmed to play game two. Um, I still have the Utah Jazz winning, I think. Um, do you think that the Memphis Grizzlies can pull up the the rare 8-1 upset? I, I, I don't think they will. I, don't, I no. think you still have to go Utah. But the Donovan Mitchell thing is a concern. It's so. a bit weird, isn't it? Like, how bad is this angle? Exactly. Like he hasn't played for how long? It's been uh, several weeks now that he's missed. So he's coming straight back into the playoffs. Um, maybe there's a bit of rust there. Maybe they drop game two. Like what happens if they drop game two in Utah? They go back to Memphis. There's all this momentum. Um, it's a little worrying. Yeah, I'm concerned. If they they could lose, they honestly could lose game two. So. I'm a, I'm a bit worried. Um, I'd, I'm still going to back Utah though, but I think it's going to be a deep series now to be six yeah. or seven. Okay, yeah, I think I think I do think Memphis gets at least one more game here. Um, I like like I said, I think I think Memphis is not a typical eight seed because they haven't had Jaron Jackson Jr. for most of the season. I think he's their at least second best player on the team. They're deep. Um, they've got all these perimeter players that they can switch and match up on different different players. Uh, what do you? I want to get your take on Dylan Brooks. What's your thoughts on Dylan Brooks? Because I've been seeing a lot of hype around this guy recently, and and personally, I don't think he's a good NBA player. Um, <laughs> I'll get your take on it, but he, I've heard the commentary on the TNT broadcast, ESPN broadcast, saying that he's the like one of the best wing defenders in the NBA. I don't know where this is coming from, um, but I don't know. There's a lot of hype around him, and I'm I'm, I'm pushing back against it. What are, What are your thoughts? He is a good defender. I'll give him that. He he is a good defender. I think 
His, his, he's okay. if, you look at his um, if you look at his efficiency stats, they're not good. Oh, it's horrible. Um, but on the other hand, he can still kind of get you a bucket. He's a timely bucket getter. Yeah. And and for a guy who also plays defense and isn't a, he's not I wouldn't call him a liability on the offensive end. Like he gets his own shot. He's just a bit streaky. Um, and or is this a guy who hustles on defense? I I like watching him go up against. He's like a Lou Dort around. type. He's similar to. He's. I wouldn't even compare him to Lou Dort. He's kind of. He's got a bit of Pat Bev in him, I guess. Yeah, kind I, of I hustling see the Pat people. Bev. So, I see the Pat uh, Bev in the way that like he looks like he's playing great defense, but I don't yeah. think he actually is. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's a bit know. of a nuisance. Yeah, he's, a, he's an annoying defender is what I see more of. Yeah. Like, I, I don't see him clamping down someone and locking them down. I don't see that. But I see him like making people have to work a bit harder and things like that. Which and like, has, the thing has, is, he'll make, he'll make Donovan work on his, on his game back. So that's another oh, thing. He's not going to let him, not gonna let him heal that ankle, that's for sure. Exactly. Um, so we both got Utah there. Let's let's move on to the uh, this is this is an interesting one. The two seven matchup. We had the game today. It was a very exciting game. I, I managed to catch the, the second half of this one. Um, Phoenix fans were very loud, very vocal. Um, so we've got the Phoenix Suns tying the series with the Lakers one one apiece. I spoke. We spoke to our friend Jermaine today. He he said he's he's a little bit concerned. Um, with the lack of chemistry with these guys here. So what are your thoughts on this series? Um, I'm Look, the Lakers, they, they stole one. They're playing away, right? The Lakers, they had to steal one of these games and now they're yes. going back to the Staples Center. So I think it's, it's all kind of as you'd expect for the Lakers to win. I think I said six or seven. I think I might've said six for the Lakers, but I'm, I'm still going to back them. I think... It's got to be the Lakers. They got they stole the game away. That's all they needed to do. Mm. Come back home now. Yeah, I think t- t- today was a big, big win. The fact that Chris Paul is injured and not playing 100% is a huge, huge issue for the Suns. So um, if it wasn't for that, I would believe a bit more on this Phoenix Suns team. But I think that just that alone is enough for me to tip. I mean, we both picked the Lakers to start anyway. Um I think I think that's still the case, and the fact that they're going to get if, if they can get things going in this series and get a bit of momentum, um, that definitely looks better for them because that's the thing that they want to get this momentum going. Um, LeBron, AD, both had some really clutch shots and plays at the end of this game today, um, which you know reaffirmed to me that these two are, two are the best players on the planet. So um, they're a championship favorite for a reason. So um, how many games do you think Phoenix gets? Do you think they get one, two more? I think it's going six or seven. So yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going to pick it in six. So I think I think one more uh, for Phoenix. Right. My, I'm going to pick them to win game four. I think Lakers get the next one, and then and then Phoenix gets the next one. After. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go over to a bit of an upset series now. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll actually no, we'll save that one to the end. Let's 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 talk Denver Portland. Another series tied one apiece. Uh, I think I, we both picked this one as a bit of a close series. Um, I picked Portland. Did you pick Portland as well? I picked Portland in seven. Yeah, yeah. I think I picked Portland in, in six, not confidently, maybe seven. Um, one, a piece, one a piece now, so probably hasn't swayed us either way. What have you thought about these two teams moving forward? Uh, so far, sorry. Um, love Nikola Jokic. He's, he's doing his MVP thing. He's winning games yeah. for him, doing, doing everything he can. We expected this, um, and he... Had a great game too to outduel Dame, who had an absolute crazy scorching first half. Dame, Dame, 
Ames didn't get any, um, you know, the, the help wasn't there for him in game two, which is a bit of a concern. I, I don't think that's going to be the case moving forward. They've got a lot of firepower on that team. Um, I don't know. The, the rest of the team on, on the Nuggets are playing well, though. You know, Faku's doing his thing. MPJ's putting up points. You know, Paul, Mal- Paul, Paul Millsap's being savvy and, and smart. Um, so Aaron Gordon's playing, playing defense. Well. Aaron Gordon's doing his thing. Um, they don't even have Will Barton <laughs> yet. Uh, is he is he due back to come back at some point? I don't know. I'm not too sure about Will Barton. I think I think he might be an outside chance to, to make an appearance in this series at some point. Um, nothing's really persuaded me to go. I, I always thought this was going to be a close series, but I just think that the depth of the Trailblazers, like their seven-man rotation is better than Denver without Jamal Murray. So I think I'm still on the, the Portland wagon uh, moving forward. So... Um, would you agree? Is there anything to sway your opinion so far? Like, I mean, it's one all, so... Yeah, I still not. think it's going to be the Blazers in seven. I think it will be them in seven. It's going and, back and, to and on, now. Um, on Will Barton, he's, it's his hamstring. He's been ruled out for game two. But the fact that it's just being ruled out means maybe there's some hope for a return yeah. in the series. I think there is some hope. Um, the fact that it's going back to Portland as well for me is is good for Portland as well. They managed All they were going to do was steal a game, and they did that, so... Um, now they have the home court advantage being the, the lower seed. Um, so I think that bodes well for their chances to win uh, because these crowds, man, they, they, they've been like smaller crowds, but you can feel it, man. Like the, the, the fans are loving playoff basketball and it's, it's really, you can feel that atmosphere, especially this, that Suns game today, man. That was, that was awesome. That, that felt electric in there. All right, let's go. Last series we're going to touch on the Clippers Mavs. Wow. The, the Dallas Mavericks. How, how worried? How worried are you? <laughs> oh, I'm worried. I'm worried. Um, I picked the Clippers, and um, they've obviously lost the first two games at home. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm going to flip my pick. I think I think the Mavs get them. And um, look, they have to win the next game. They absolutely have to win the next game. Can you can you imagine the Twitter storm? <laughs> That's gonna come down on the Clippers if they if they get swept by the Mavs in the first round. Can you imagine how, like, how much shit talk is gonna go their way if that happens? And and I think it's just the basketball gods a bit too. I mean, they 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 hundred percent tank those last couple of games. They probably should have been the third seed. It, they should have been going up against the Blazers. It should have yeah, been like hot, this. You're hot on this. See, I, I I don't know about that, but you you've been pumping this uh, a little bit, so maybe you it don't, is. Maybe you don't mess with the basketball gods, and they do. No, you do not. You do not mess with the basketball <laughs> gods. It's like the fantasy gods. You don't mess with them. Uh, exactly. <laughs> but shit. So yeah, what what are your thoughts? You think the Clippers like? I'm changing my pick. I'm going Mavs. The Doncic is looking like the best player on the court. Um, yep. Kawhi played a great game too, though. Kawhi's and even Paul best. George looked pretty good. Like he looked all right, just didn't hit the threes, but he then, looked then, all right. I, I caught a bit of this game. I was focusing more on the Lakers game um, and then flicked over to this at the end, but their, their defense looks shit. Like that's what's letting them down. Their defense at the moment is very lazy. It's It doesn't look structured. They don't look like they're playing playoff defense. Like they're, they're still in regular season mode. Like they're getting like big points. Like the, the, the score total today was pretty large for a playoff game. Um, but just they're, they're not, they're letting players like Tim Hardaway Jr., players like Dorian Finney-Smith and um, like all these guys get wide open three-point shots and they're going to hit those. Like they're good shooters. Um, they had the highest, second highest total threes in, in a normal regular um, playoff game in today's game. 
Um, second only to the time where they burst LeBron in oh, the, the 2011 game where they were raining threes back in the day um, with Dirk. So, yeah, I just think they've got to pick up the defense and it has to be next game. Um, otherwise, they're done. Yeah, I, I feel like it's actually kind of the bench is what sold me on this. Weirdly, that's what sold me against for the Mavericks. Because I'm looking at the Clippers and it's like, yeah, you got Morris and you got Batum and you got and kind of an unhealthy Ibaka just came back from injury and yeah, Rondo hasn't quite fit in there um, yet. And he hasn't played enough games with them, I don't think. And then you got the Mavs that have been playing together all season. You got a young Brunson who brings energy. Yep. You've got Tim Hardaway Jr. who can go for 30 any night. He went for 28 bench, in the second yeah. game. You've got, yep. um, he outdoed Paul George. And then on yep. top of that, you've got Chris Stubbs who dropped 20. I mean, Chris Stubbs can go for 40. You don't, you don't know what Chris Stubbs is going to yeah, do. You've got Kleber who can play great defense on Kawhi yep. as well. Um, he can also hit threes. Like it's, it's just a team, a team that has a lot going on. And I kind yeah. of prefer their role players a lot more to their role players on the Clippers. They're built point. better. Like their team fits better. Um, and it's obviously built around Luca. Um, yes, they're not as talented, I don't think. But yeah, they just fit better. Um, and yeah. I don't know, man. Like this, this is really rough. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I didn't expect this to happen. Um, if I'm a Clipper fan, I'd be very, very disappointed. Maybe they should have been our most disappointing. Maybe they'll make the most disappointing in the playoffs. I don't know <laughs> when we do our playoff awards and something like that. But man, fuck. They like. Do you think that are they going to win Game Three? That's the question. Because if they win Game Three, there's a chance. They better. They better just for the entertainment for the world. You 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 better do it quiet. Come on. I'm, I'm going to go out and say they win game three. I'll say they'll do it. Um, Dallas is going to be rocking though. Like when they go, when they go over to Dallas, they, they're going to be pumped up. That crowd is going to be so into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm putting a lot of faith in, in Kawhi Leonard and Paul George here, um, which I don't know, maybe that's foolish based on Paul George's record <laughs> in the playoffs, especially away from home. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe something they've got to get a boost from someone it's got to be a marcus morris it's got to be a rondo it's got to be reggie jackson or someone's got to do something else to help these two players and they've got to, they've got to defend better because at the moment it's it's just looking like they're just chilling so um i think yeah both of us looks like we're changing our picks to the mavs which means that it, in this situation it'll be mavs utah which would be an interesting series i'm not sure who i would pick in that series just yet um We'll have to see how it how it looks and, and how they get there, but I think that's probably the um, the likely upset at this point um, in, in all these first round series. Yeah, I, I wanna I wanna close off by just saying I think we should do this every week. And um, who who do you have in your finals? In my finals, well, shit, I was I did have the fucking Clippers, but <laughs> well, um, that's the thing. I, I had the Clippers, Lakers, and I had the yeah. Lakers in the final, but like I yeah. just don't. It's it does change things. I'm still gonna I'm still gonna say it is Brooklyn Lakers is what I'm still gonna I'm gonna back it, but um yeah, look, maybe going, maybe next week this could change. Yeah, I'm going I'm going Philly Lakers. I think Lakers have, have okay. overtaken obviously the Clippers for me. I yeah. think the fact that the Chris Paul thing is going to give them enough time if they get past this series to get some chemistry and get some game time into to LeBron and AD. They looked really good today, so yeah, I think I think they're going to make it through um, because I don't see a team in here that can stop them really. Uh, the matchups just aren't, aren't great. Um, I still have Philadelphia winning though. So, um, it's still my pick. Um, I still have the Brooklyn 
I, I still think whoever comes out of East, personally, I'm, I'm, I'm big on the East this year. I think whoever comes out, I'm, I'm, I'm more confident in, in Philly beating Lakers than I am Philly beating Brooklyn. So I think that, that Eastern Conference final is just going to be, that's going to be crazy, man. I think, I think whoever wins that will, will be yeah. the winner. And you got the Bucks in the mix too. Like yeah, they're there. What about the Heat? And, and the Heat. And the Heat. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for the future rounds. Um, that will do it for us today, guys. Um, follow us on Twitter for all our, our takes. I'm tweeting out like a madman every day um, at Ball Boys NBA. If you're listening on, or if you're listening anywhere, go over to our YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel, like the videos, um, hit that notification bell so when a new video drops, you get notified and you can watch it straight away. Uh, if you have any questions or any hot takes, if you if you think Callum's crazy for picking the heat, um, let us know in the comments below and um, we would love to talk to everyone. So until next time, we will catch you later. Bye.